This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> you can touch it if you want. Ladies, if you want to meet a man, check your storage closet. Come on, Kendall, take off your shirt and go camera shopping at Best Buy. Good shirtless, not bad shirtless. Yeah. Well, it was gratuitous. Yeah, it was. I like a good grizzled man sometimes. A lifetime of Hallmark. Hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about your favorite movies on both Lifetime and Hallmark and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Jason Bowers. And it is our first episode of the year. Yeah, we didn't know our last episode was the last episode of the year. Oh, yeah. year. <laughs> well, what happened, it's, it's all my fault. What happened is, you know, so the, the last episode I was in London. And then I went on to France. And we were supposed to do an episode while I was in France. But we were so far out in the bumfuck country. We're in the Dordogne, which is like way out. Like the place where we stayed, it's our friends who have this bed and breakfast and there's literally nine people in their town. Wow. So their internet- Do they have a mayor? The next town over they do. Okay. They have a church. (laughs) There's like a road. The the next town has a mayor. Um, so our, it, my internet was like really spotty. So we were supposed to record an episode, but I couldn't get enough inter- enough internet and enough Wi-Fi to actually record an episode. And then we went on to Bristol, but it was already too late to like, you know, drum something up. So we just took a little time off and now we're back. Yes, we you guys are. all have a good holiday. Yes, it was okay. <laughs> and I wanted to say that I saw <laughs> <laughs> laughing because we had, we had a little glitch in like Yeah, we had a glitch and now I have to repeat what I said. Yeah, Kurt had like yes, a minute long monologue that didn't get recorded and nobody heard. <laughs> I did not. I said I saw the Golden Globes. Oh, okay. And I Hollywood asked Kurt, current event. Yes. And I asked Kurt, was Jacoy as bad as everybody said he was? You know, I understand he's a very successful comedian. I'm not familiar with him. I actually did not really know who he was until I like read an article earlier this week about how he was he was uh, he was like just hired to host. And I mean, he was he was pretty flat. I didn't think it was horrible. I'm not super familiar. I know who he is, but I'm not familiar with his stand-up at all, so I don't know what his style is or anything. What I saw of his monologues, I didn't watch the show, but what I saw was a bunch of jokes that felt like they needed about three more passes before they were ready for the show. Yeah, like I thought his Taylor Swift joke, like, I understand the joke. It's just not really funny. He also choked on the delivery, which fucked up his premise. The, the the joke was like so the 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 Golden Globes followed uh, an NFL game and he said, "Oh, um, what was the joke? It was like the difference between the, the Golden Globes and the NFL is the Golden Globes had the the NFL has more cutaways to Taylor Swift than the Golden Globes, and then they cut away to Taylor Swift who was like sipping wine. 
which is kind of like a throwaway. If you just came up with a throwaway on the spot, it's like, that's all right, but it's not really a joke. It's not really like a hilarious joke. Um, I, I heard that his big faux pas was that he blamed the writers, I guess. That didn't sound good. Yeah, he he kind of got he got. I mean, it's got to be really uncomfortable. I know he's he's pretty seasoned, but you go on stage and there's like all these like superstars in the audience. Also, like hosting kind of an award show in general is kind of a thankless job, even for the best of comedians, and then to take on that kind of job with really like a week and a half notice. And yeah. you're going to the Golden Globes, which has been under such scrutiny the past couple of years, and this is their first year, like, not involved with the Hollywood Foreign Press, not on NBC. So there were a lot of variables there that were going to trip anybody up who took that job. Yeah, it's a thankless job. And the thing is, though, I think he would have served himself just initially to say, hey, you know what? I just got this job 10 days ago and turned he that did. into a joke and start out with that. Mm-hmm. He did say and that. I'm sure the audience would have been on his side. Not really. I mean, you know what it is? You get so I, I think people who like Martin Short was in the audience and he was just laugh. He was just having a great time. Make him the host. But but you know, he's probably too smart to do it. He's like, "Why? Why mm-hmm. put myself through that?" Well, 10 days is not, you know, he's like not don't the like for the Oscars and and the other award shows? Don't you like prepare for like months and months? There, there's definitely more prep time for sure. Even if you're not doing like full on prep with the entire team, your writers are already like baking ideas for jokes that are for the host. You know, right. the way Joe Coy is going to deliver a joke is going to be different than the way Ricky Gervais or Tina Fey and Amy Poehler did. So you're going to craft jokes that fit whoever's hosting. And if right. they didn't have a host that they were writing for, then you get like bad award show banter, which is what his monologue sounded like from what I heard. But why was he why was he hired so late in the game? Was was it that the strike. hard? To find it, largely the strike. the strike. Like NBC had the Golden Globes for many many years, so they had and they have a lot of host talent in house that they can kind of throw into a show like that, and they'll agree to do it. CBS, the only um, host that they had on the payroll is Stephen Colbert, uh, and probably didn't want to do it or couldn't do it time commitment wise it was so last minute they didn't know when the globes were going to happen because the strike kind of threw a monkey wrench into everything and it was like they weren't even sure if they were going to have a host right they didn't need a host either because really as host he did this big monologue and then that was pretty much it i think he popped up maybe once or twice Throughout the next couple of hours, after the second hour, I was like, "Okay, that's enough. You know, this 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 is over for me." Yeah, and he will be remembered for years. No, I don't think if you if you watched it, it's just like it's you know people criticizing it. They just want to criticize something. It 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 fell flat. That's 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 really as far as it went. Well, you know who I think should have hosted the awards? Who? Black China. Ooh. Kurt, do you have any Black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. Well, this is from eonline.com. Black China reduces her breast size in latest plastic surgery reversal procedure. Okay. Didn't she already do um, that? Yeah, I thought she already no, did that. No, she just did it again. This is a, a, an article from January 1st of this year. Okay. okay. 
So she's sharing more about her journey. Um, after undergoing breast reduction surgery in the spring of 2023, that's what you're talking about, the former reality show, also known as Angela White, offered more information about where she, where she is in the process as she again decreases her breast size. That's right again. Yep, I did it again, Black China said in a video posted <laughs> on Instagram December 31st. Quick story time about the breasts. So earlier this year, I was like, you know what? I want to take out my boobs. I'm kind of over it. I'm tired of fake look. They're too big for my body, too big for my frame, and it just doesn't fit me as a person anymore. So she went to the doctor. My doctor suggested that I go smaller and then smaller just to see how my skin retracts, the model continued, because if I don't do it that way, then I'll just be left with basically saggy skin, and I wouldn't like it because it would look really deformed. Black China said she decided to reduce her implant size from 585 to 385 cubic centimeters. However, she noted that the worst thing that could possibly happen happened. My breast, my left breast was encapsulated where the muscle contracted around the implant, the 35-year-old added, and it was just so painful. Black China explained she underwent her latest surgery on December 21st. We decided to go with 190 uh, cc's, she shared. My doctor told me that I needed some type of implant because if I don't do some kind of implant, basically my boobs are just going to be mush. And once again, <laughs> this is something that I'm, I'm going to have to deal with again in the next 10 years. And while Black China acknowledged these surgeries are so expensive, she noted that she's ultimately pleased with the results. All in all, though, I'm very, very happy, the entrepreneur continued, and I'm excited because I'm now part of the itty-bitty-titty committee. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much it for the... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry for laughing, but just the thought of, like, mush boobs, like, mm -hmm. kind of cracked me up. I guess I, yeah. I didn't realize that she didn't get her implants taken out. She just reduced her implant size before. But I guess the doctor told her, I guess she has to have some kind of implant now. You're saying now she does, yeah. yeah. She's got to get something, yeah. Or they're going to yeah, be mushy. Much boots. No. So she's working on it. Good for oh, her. She has a little message for the, it says, she says, I'm really excited for 2024. Like 2023 really showed me a lot about myself, and you guys were right there and supporting me, and I can't, I just can't thank y'all enough. Oh, you're welcome. Come take us on the podcast, Angela White. Angela, if you want to come and 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 tell the fans how much you love them, you are more than welcome to come here anytime. Completely anytime. Great. That's right. We sure. won't make fun of mush boobs. No, you're just laughing <laughs> as we call them the mush boobs. <laughs> By the way, no breasts are too. Big black shot. You don't have to worry about that. Sorry about well, that. Misogynistic <laughs> joke. I know. That was Kurt that said that, everyone. You'll, you'll be sending us letters. At Kurt Fitzpatrick. I apologize for that. Is that actually no. your handle? I don't think that's your handle, is it? I don't want to give out somebody else's handle as we're <laughs> sending I or Kurt's way. Is your handle on, on social media at Kurt Fitzpatrick or isn't it Kurt Fitz or something like that? I think it was Kurt. Well, on like Twitter or X, whatever. I haven't been on that in probably a year. I think it was it was at Kurt underscore Fitz. There you go. Send it there. At him there. You ever see that comedy special Aziz and Zara and he's got to spend like the first chunk of the special just like apologizing. I'm sorry. I, I learned things. 
Yep. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to have to do the same thing. I learned some things from that line. And I'm a better man because of it. Well, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> so, so the movie that we're talking about uh, is called Dying for Fame. Yeah. Oh, the movie Fame? Yes. With Irene Cara? Mm-hmm. Well. Can, can you talk to us a little bit about why we chose this movie, Les? Can you uh, tell the audience yes. why? Yes. So the reason why we chose this movie is our our lovely listener, the fabulous Samantha, uh, she does uh, costuming and wardrobe for, for movies. Mm-hmm. And I met Samantha back when I was doing my show over the summer. And Samantha listens to the podcast. And I said, you know, on the podcast, if you come and check out my show, come and say hello after. And so Samantha came and said hello after. And... Um, so uh, she it was involved with this movie, Dying for Fame. She did the wardrobe for it. And so she invited us to uh, uh, the director of the movie was having a, a cast, a casting crew screening at their house. And they were all, all allowed to bring a guest or two. And so Samantha reached out and invited us. Oh, so this is someone's house. Yeah, yeah this is the, the director's, director's house. house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you all sat on like sofas and things like that? Yeah. yeah. It. Okay. So um, the. It was like a screening room. So, so yeah. And so Samantha, Samantha invited us, and I'm trying to say, you know, to say yes more in 2024. And so I said, yeah, you know what? Sure, I'll come. And, I, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect but i gotta tell you it was well worth it and i'm glad i went and i had a great time and it literally was the cast some crew members and like their significant others or plus ones and so it was really cool i gotta tell you um hair and wardrobe did an amazing job because a couple of the guys, like the guy that the guy that played like the stalker guy, yeah, he was like smoking hot in person. I could see that because he looked like he was actually hot, and they had to ugly him up to be creepy. Yeah. Oh, they really had to ugly him up. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was hot. Yeah. And and the other guy, the guy that played her friend mm-hmm. with the glasses, yeah, the nerdy right. one, already smoking hot. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, you know what it is. Les can't say anything bad about anybody in this movie now because he met everybody. Yeah, like, you're too close butter. to it, Les. Yeah, they buttered no, him up. In fact, Actually, you're, you're just like Anna. Thing. You're just like Anna. You're part of the story now. <laughs> yeah, Les. <laughs> Les have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, the woman who played Anna, by the way, was like the sweetest person. Oh, oh yeah. So not- you're just an ass. You... You're an ass kisser. So, <laughs> you're, easy. you're easy. That's a thing. I would be too, though, probably. No, she was. No, she was. She was very sweet. What? Actually, here's the thing about it, though. Who didn't you like? No, here's the thing about it, though. And, 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 and you both have been to. I'm sure you both have been to um, situations before where you've gone to a party or something, and it's a cast who's worked together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So they're all bonded. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you don't know what you're going to get. This was one of those situations where everybody was very nice and very friendly. And, you know, so I had a great, I had a very good experience there. And everybody was really nice, really sweet. Um, did, did you get yeah. a, Did you talk to any of them? Like, have a, a bunch of them worked on Lifetime movies in the past? Actually, so the one, so. The person who I sat next to when we were watching the movie um, was the person who played Meg, the sister. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when I saw her, I initially, my first thought was, I know you, I know you, have we met before? And then I realized, oh, wait, no, I've just seen her in in life. Was she the woman in the Jenna Dewan movie? The one about like so. being a pro- I think she might have been like the the first customer slash friend that she made in town. There, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Jenna yeah. Dewan. Jenna Dewan. Yeah, the one. It was like she was a uh, like a dancer, and she came to this small town and opened it up a dance studio, but then started That's like right. a, and they were a like, she was like a call girl. Yeah. Slash- oh, the one. Yeah, the one that like Kelly Ripa was involved with that one. Yeah, Mark the, Kelly it. and Mark's son has a part in it. Yes, I, yeah, I do I remember that yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah. So it was funny. So yes, yeah, she was the what? She was one person who I was like, I was like, you know, I know you, I know you, I know you, and I realized, oh, no, I've just seen her in. She's, like, yeah, no, she's really good. She actually is very, yeah. very good. She, she's very good, and and like, and in person looked like way younger than. They made her look oh. on screen. Okay, like way younger. Uh, do you have to figure out like where to sit? Do you're like, well, I'm not sure where to sit. Does the does the cast? Sit? I don't want to sit where the no, producer no, 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 sits. no. It's Sam- I got to tell you, Samantha. If you're gonna be a plus one, be a plus yeah. one for Samantha because Samantha like had it all hooked up. <laughs> she knows the people. Noted. Well, cool. Yeah, no, she, she, she was, she was really good about like introducing me and making sure that like I had food and making sure that I had a place to sit. So no, Samantha hooked me up. Oh, so that's thanks, lovely. Samantha. Thank you. Samantha. You, you meet the right people in, in 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 the industry. Like you know, when I've met different people in the industry, a lot of people they're they're very polite. They're very nice to you because you know they don't know where your career is going to go. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of times I find. Oh, and and our our Samantha is no slouch. Her name was in the opening credits. Yeah, of course. Okay, good. And she's a listener. You said. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She listens to the show. Cool. Yeah. Yes. So thank you. I actually, she's and Jason, you've chatted with her yeah. a bit, right? Yeah. I definitely wanted to come on the show. We absolutely should have her on. Yeah, I definitely wanted her to come on the show. She's hinted at some some sets that she didn't enjoy working on, and I wa- I would love to ask her about that while probably not specifically naming productions. Right. Yeah. Right. She's not going to say. Yeah. Right. But no, I'd love to have her on. But yeah, they, you know, and 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 we've been to a couple of screenings before with our friend Meredith Thomas, mm-hmm. and every time that we've been, I the I the actors are always like very nice. Yeah. Like very nice, very personable. I do so, fear that one of these days we are going to meet someone like a park ranger or something that we have not been yeah. so nice to, maybe. And I, I do fear what that will do to my psyche when that happens in the moment. I agree. 
That would be strange. I, I, don't, I don't think you'd meet the park ranger person in the field of acting, though. <laughs> you'd meet them in a different environment. Yeah, but what, yeah, what if I like walk into the Walgreens that they're working at now, or whatever it is? <laughs> they they're like, oh, you, you, you ain't fun of acting. That's not possible. The trail's been closed for three years. That's, <laughs> that's, not, that's not possible. That? The candy aisle's been closed for three years. <laughs> do you have that recording? Do you have oh, that that, yeah, of course I do. That's not possible. This trail's been closed for eight years. It's extremely dangerous. Jeez Louise. Yes. I how but she's doing. You know, I got I to tell you. <laughs> And we'll start talking about this. I, I, I got. I can't lie. I didn't like that Anna was like very ruthless. I didn't mind it. She fucked, she fucked I didn't like that. Like she got a lot of shit in this movie for like outing this. Influ- and I, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I'm not really ruining anything for outing this influencer for having bought followers, and everyone gave her shit because this influencer then possibly took their own life as a result it, it was the influencer's fault for buying the uh users to begin with right and right. not being smart about it it wasn't anna's it fault calm down it, calm it, down it, calm down now we haven't even got to start it no i think kurt might have different opinions <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. well I let's like, start i just like saying calm down calm down all right i'm so, dying so- for fame Dying for fame. Fame. So, we're what do they do at the end of the movie? Does everybody, does everybody like a. Actually, applaud? every. Okay, so. Applaud of the commercial breaks? Actually, everybody was yelling at the screen, laughing, making fun at some parts and laughing and going, oh my God, look at you! Telling little stories. Stories? Ooh. Yeah, like. Okay, and I'll tell the story. Yeah, yeah. Insert it. When we get to the part. Okay. Nice. Um, Like, um, one of the things that there was a talk of, like, when the movie started, someone from the art department was there, and she was like, and she was very proud of herself because, and we'll get to the scene, there was a scene with a rat. Mm -hmm. And she was very proud of herself because she made that rat. And she's like, I can't wait to see the rat because the rat looks pretty realistic. So we spent a lot yeah. of the movie waiting for this rat to show up. Um, there, not not to, uh, and I don't know if this would be art department or graphics or what, but literally the first scene of the movie, there there is something that there was a flaw that I did notice. And I'll point it out right when we get okay. there. Now, what is... Oh, Les isn't going to get invited back to, to that house. No, 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 no. Well, no, and here's the deal. So one of the things that they were talking about is, so there's a scene in the gym mm-hmm. where he takes his clothes off. Yes. Remember it well. And so what happened, and they told us this, is they were running out of time. And so what they did is they were in a parking lot, like an indoor parking lot, and they turned that indoor parking lot and made it look like a gym. And he took his clothes off, and he said he was worried because it was in an indoor parking lot. Oh. Okay. Which, okay. Which I was like, oh, my God. That's 
So they were telling me the shoot was like 11 days long. So there were a lot of things that they kind of had to, you know, jimmy together and yeah. make do. That makes sense. Because they were on limited time. Yeah. So it that and and I've always said this about lifetime movies in general too. A lot of times they're kind of aware of what they are, so there's no like pretense mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So yeah. So that was kind of cool. So yeah, so everybody was very, you know, it's and that was like, you know, everybody's like, yeah, you know, it was an eleven day shoot. So wow. oh no, no, I'll be honest. All right, let's I'll be get honest started. about it. But I actually, it was like it was actually very entertaining watching it with people like yelling at the screen and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually fun. You should said, "Shh, I'm trying to watch the movie." <laughs> but can I can I start the recap only because my my thing that I noticed was literally in the first shot of the movie. Yes. Yes. So we open on this attractive woman, and she's like in a gym, but she's like live streaming to her fan base and her the character's name is Juliet and she says hey everyone it's Juliet but her screen name was Jasmine underscore ODE 23 why was Juliet's oh. screen name Jasmine and she was a oh. famous influencer that didn't have a screen name with her name in it huh. <laughs> I don't know I didn't pick up on that. that was no, all. that's a good question. But I noticed it right out of the gate. So I was a little concerned at first, but the movie won me over. Now, she was not there. Oh. Oh, Juliet was, was not, not there. Okay. She was not there. Where was she? I don't know. She wasn't there that night. Um, off her roof. But we were, but so she's in the gym. Yeah, so she's on the treadmill. She's taking selfies. It's an empty gym late at night. But it is a Lifetime movie, after all. Um, and she's still doing selfies. She has, like, an off-the-shoulder off selfie. She's, like, spraying she, herself to make it look like she was sweating from the workout. Yep. Yeah. Um, and she's doing all this in, like, the locker room. And so then... She walks out of the locker room and there's a bunch of candles and flowers. And like I said, I wrote the I wrote the note that hair and makeup was good because that guy, he looked he looked really creepy. He's like this really creepy guy, but in person he was smoking hot. But <laughs> weren't there any creepy looking people available? I know, right? Justice and for so, creepers. Exactly. I'm an advocate for these for creepy looking guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to find work. And of course, she starts running. Yeah. Right. Whenever you want to try to show romance to a woman, she runs. She starts running, and then the, then this then the other guy Ryan, who he was there, and he was very hot. Yes. So so Ryan runs out and scares the guy away. So then we're at a bar, and we see Anna. Um, and so Anna, her name was her name was Dylan, really. But <laughs> we see Anna, and this guy comes and hits on her, and she's not she's not having it. No, 
she's she's not even she's not having it at all. And to be fair, she shut him down nicely at first, but he kept pressing on. So then she was just really blatant in her shutting him down and was kind of a bitch about it. But I was here for it. Yeah. Yeah. She said he was pretty. And so he that was that was pretty much all he heard. Well, he didn't get that. Yeah, he didn't get it. He was pretty. He was on to the next. So, So then she goes in the bathroom and she sees this girl and she's like puking in the toilet. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is a Lifetime movie. <laughs> we see stuff like that. So she held and, her hair. And so she goes and she's like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? And then she realizes it's a TV star. So she starts taking pictures of her. Not just a teenager, and, an underage TV star who should yeah. have been served alcohol at a bar. Yeah. But, but this is L.A., so that happens all the time. There was a TV back in the day. There was this TV star, this girl who used to hang out at Motherload, and she was also caught puking, but she was puking out in front of Motherload. Oh, okay. And, and it ended up in one of the tabloids. Oh, really? Anyway. <laughs> tell me sounds off, like this was tell me off the air. Public. Yeah, no, I'll tell said, you off air. Oh, actually, yeah. If it was public. in the if it was in the news, who was it? But this was like years ago. This was like twenty years ago. But it was it was public information. So who was it? I'll, I'll tell you off there. She grew up to be Helen Mirren. No, Helen Mirren hangs out a mother load. She's on a soap opera. Okay. Right, so we don't even know who she is. She's on a soap opera. Okay. So, um, so, so the next day she goes to work, and her nerdy friend Artie, who I also say was actually smoking hot in person he we should point out that um, where she works is like a gossipy like a yeah like almost like a perez hilton or tmz kind of blog TMZ, like a TMZ yeah. radar online yeah. sort of it was called hot goss yeah <laughs> and so so she so she shows him the picture and he's like well okay that's great that you're getting you know, you're getting the cover, but, you know, isn't this going to affect her contract? And, and Anna's like, whatever. <laughs> Anna's like, oh, well, whatever. And the line that I liked is, she's like, it wasn't that I tainted her drink. And then she's like, this time. <laughs> mm. And so, so then, um, She's like, and she's kind of like, well, that's the deal. So then they're in the office. Well, there's like they're a in like an office board meeting. meeting. Yeah, a work meeting. So the boss that so the boss is partners with the director. So that was her house that I was at. That night. oh, right on. I oh, feel okay. like we've seen the boss before. Has she been in other yes, Lifetime movies? Yes. Okay. She, was she looks one. like a former soap star or something, too, or maybe current. She was another one when I met her in my head. I was like, I know you, I know you, I know you. And then I realized, no, I've just seen you in a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so the boss is like, they're going, she's going over stories. And then she's like, good job, Anna. You know, you're ruthless and we like it. That's how, and you need to be, you all need to be more like her. <laughs> right. And, and so, um, so, oh, 
oh, so then she was like, okay, oh, oh what was, oh, that was, so someone brought up, well, what about legal? And she's like, oh, you know what, we'll worry about that later. Yeah, well, she what? just saw the look on Artie's face and already said it before he had a chance to ask, I think. Yeah, he raised his hand. Yeah, but then she uh, moves on and she assigns um, Anna to go interview this this influencer, Juliet, that we saw at the beginning of the movie and look yeah. for a scandal. And then I love after she gave Anna her assignment, she's like, Anna, you need to go home and take a shower because you smell like a dispensary. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it as like a nice little dig but I did kind of want it to be a plot point of some at some point that she's that a pothead well that Anna's a pothead uh, I thought that was going to play into the movie somehow well she had been up all night so I thought she was out like partying it up but right. I, if, you, if you're out all night you're not smoking pot that's not what you're doing all night yeah, yeah exactly like, wouldn't she be sleepy? Yeah, if after she a said, while? like, Anna, you've got a little something on your nose, then that's that's a different story. Oh. Well, that was later in the movie. <laughs> well, and they hinted at the the girl when the, the underage TV stars in the bathroom. There were two other girls that came out of the stall that both rubbed their nose like they had just in yeah. a line. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw that. They were, um, I guess that's how people stay up all night. Well, oh, you gotta do it. So. All right. So, um, Juliet, so Anna's like researching Juliet and she calls Artie to come over and help her out. And Juliet is supposedly like this party, this incredible party person. Like they were like, you know, one time she had birds fly out of her dress at a party and, um, I must've been uncomfortable. Right. Birds. And so, and then we find out that her boyfriend, that the guy in the gym was her boyfriend Ryan, and he's also he's like a workout influencer, but he got caught oh. juicing. Oh, and then Artie has like a little attack of conscience, and he's like, "Well, doesn't it kind of bother you sometimes what we have to do?" And Anna's like, "Nope, they deserve it." And then she goes into a monologue on why social media is evil. Well, she says, "What have they done?" She was right. self-important yeah, as fuck in this scene. <laughs> yes, I kind of wanted to she smack said, her. <laughs> she says, because they were blessed with looks, that's it. What have they done? But then she looks at Anna's, or uh, Juliet's social, and she starts looking at her followers, and she realizes that the followers all have kind of like similar... Um, pages and and then she realizes that a lot of uh, Juliet's followers are bots. Mm -hmm. I'm scared of bots. So then Anna goes to Juliet's house. Wait, I want to know why Kurt is scared of bots. I'm I'm scared of AI in general. I keep hearing about about AI. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, AI and bots are different things. Well, I just assume a bot is like a minor uh, version of an of AI. It's a little kind robot. Of. I mean, it's 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 a programming Something. code that you can use to create fake followers, essentially. Yeah, it's a troublesome thing. I just worry about this. And then bots also yeah. like text you and try to like say, "Is this Charlene?" 
oh, this isn't Charlene's number. I have the wrong number. Well, my name mm-hmm. is Jaja. Who was this? Yeah. Those Jaja. are bots. Too. And bots are and grinder yeah. is littered with bots there's oh really there's a, well no there's just hard there all that's on there are bots no tops at all really never no. mind right over your heads right over your heads bottoms <laughs> thank we you kurt oh i knew it <laughs> oh those you. kind of bots <laughs> thank you kurt oh, those kind of bots <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Well, anyway, Juliet has. I feel, I feel, I feel, now I understand how Joe Coy, Joe Coy felt last night. <laughs> but Joe Coy got booed, though. Hey, I'm sure there are people so booing me at home right now. <laughs> but they're still listening. Was he booed? I didn't know he was booed. Yes. Who booed him? Taylor Swift? It was, oh, his Barbie joke. When he made the Barbie joke, he got booed. Oh. <laughs> when he said that Barbie was about big boobs. Yeah, boobs. I don't know. I think he sold out Madison Square. Yeah, he's a very successful late. stand-up. I just am not familiar with his work. I think and he, he does he, stuff about his family. Like, he does kind of like, what from what I read, he does like PG-13. Like Filipino, about, he yeah, does like about family about, stuff. Probably coming from a Filipino family. And that other guy who was on the Gold Globes, Fluffy, whatever his real name is, but they call him Fluffy. He's huge. He saw Gabriel Stadiums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's very, very huge. I know that. He's been around forever. He's, yeah, he's been around for, uh, for a while. Yeah. Fluffy. Anyway. Oh, so we find out that because of. Juliet being an influencer, they get like a huge discount on this fabulous apartment. Which, you know, influencers, I guess, are known for getting like a shit ton of money. Yeah, because they get basically if they talk about products and whatnot in their feed, they can either charge for that or do that in exchange for actual product. But as an influencer, your shelf life is pretty... You don't have a long shelf life, though. Probably not. I have no idea. I would, yeah, I would I assume it's, it's similar to being a model. I have a friend who's an influencer, and I have a cousin who's an influencer. Mm-hmm. And, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. And so, yeah, it's, it's like my one friend who's an influencer... He has this shtick. Oh, and actually, you know this person, Kurt. So, my one friend has this shtick, right? And he wanted to change his shtick to something else, but he can't because it costs him, you know, uh, viewers. Yeah. So Is that's this, uh, kind of Kevin. You're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's a public. He can say his name. He's 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 out there. He's a public figure. No, I know, but yeah. you know. but he probably doesn't want to say that. What he wants to change his oh. chick from and to. <laughs> Whoops! Oh, we didn't say that. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. I'll just right. say it's. I'll just say it's a gilded cage. All right, I don't understand that. So I don't understand fine. that either. Nobody else will. Oh, you never heard that saying? A gilded cage? No. 
where it's no, but like, there's, a, there's the Gilded Age. Isn't but, that a show? But also, if we're trying yeah. to not explain what this guy does and does oh, want to do, maybe we shouldn't go into greater detail to explain your joke. Yeah. True. And note okay. to self. And note to self, when someone is being coy Thank you. <laughs> about identifying someone, I shouldn't then go identify them. Yes. <laughs> so I know that for the future. Yes. And, and, okay. and, and also, le- also less, if you wouldn't tell us information that it was in public record and actually written about in the news about who was drunk and motherload, then why are you giving dirt on somebody that may not want information public? <laughs> the, the person throwing up a motherload, I don't think it's a famous person, though, so I don't think it's even. Yes, famous. no, this person's famous. And, and this was, pop- all right, let's just leave it alone. Let's, all right. This, this poor person was throwing up in front of it. We're still talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> was it Kevin who was throwing up? Was it Kevin? At Motherload. Actually, I have been to Motherload with Kevin. He used to live around the corner for me. Oh, great. More. Where <laughs> Kevin's going to sue us. He's doing <laughs> well, good luck with that. That would mean you're not going to get any money. Anyway. <laughs> So, um, 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 oh, so yeah, so they got that they had this nice apartment because they posted about it and they got like this major discount. Yeah. And so, um, oh, and then they're, they're talking about getting security involved and stuff now. And we see Ryan yelling at Juliet. And, He's yelling as he's leaving. But then he looks, as he's leaving, he looks over at Anna, and they give each other the look. You know, the Hallmark movie look that people give each other when they first meet. And you tell, you tell they're going to fall in love. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. take that from this look at all. I took that from he doesn't trust her or know who she is or why she's there. Or he does know why she's there and still doesn't trust her. You're talking so, about Ryan, yeah. Ryan and Anna? Yeah. Yes. When he's like okay. running down the stairs with his gym bag all pissy. Yeah. Yes. So um, Anna and Juliet are talking, and Anna notices a bruise on Juliet's leg. And they're talking, and then Anna's like, hey, Juliet. I noticed that all of your fans joined all at the same time. Your fans aren't real, are they? You bought them. And then Juliet kind of cops to it, but then she's like, oh, but by the way, that's not important because I have a stalker. Hmm. And then Anna's like, oh, well, whatever. (laughs) So what? That's your fault. Basically, that's what she said. Even though I don't think anything Anna did in this movie as a character were were necessarily wrong, even morally wrong, Anna was kind of a C-word through most of the movie. (laughs) Ooh, damn. Anna was. When she was like, when, when she was like, Anna, I have a stalker. Anna was basically like, oh, well, too bad. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> ba- basically, it was like, yeah, it comes with the territory. Like, she was she was an asshole. She was a pure asshole. She wasn't <laughs> no, wrong she, about anything she said or point. did, but she was rude. And, and, and so, um, 
So then Juliet's like, hey, you know what, Anna? Why don't you come to my next party? Um, oh, or, or, or wasn't she more like, come to my next party and he's probably going to be there? Yeah. And then she was like, and he has a star tattoo. They just and, let anybody, anybody in, I guess? And Anna had these, and uh, actually Juliet had her, all of her fans had a name and they were called Romeos. No, the stalker, the stalkers had a group. Oh, oh, that's okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. It was like, it wasn't just like one stalker. It was like, there was a subreddit or something of, Hey, we're all stalkers. Let's all band together and stalk. It it didn't make any sense the way they explained it in the movie. I got confused, but I didn't really care, but they were all sort of like of the same pack. And the thing is, the sad thing is, I'm sure that something like that exists in real life. Yeah. I hope not. That's, that's. Well, Leak. there's someone running there's for a- president. <laughs> <laughs> Same kind of thing, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stalkers. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm sure that stuff like that, like, you know, like it's not an isolated into, like, there are groups <sighs> like that all over the place. Disturbing. Well, get out of those groups, people. Mm-hmm. There you go. I've saved America. Um, I, I I zoned out during that part too. I didn't really understand. They're talking about that, the people that were there with the Romeos, and once it was over, I was like, "Hmm, well, I guess that'll be explained to me later." I mean, okay, if I understood it correctly, it it started with some guy that was stalking some other famous internet personality. And they actually ed- ended up in love and are still together today. But he had a star tattoo. But all of these oh, yeah. other people that were like have become infatuated with influencers, they now too are doing the same thing and following their influencers. And they just love them so much. They just want the most for them. But they've all got that star tattoo and it always ends up crossing the line. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I did kind of. So, so then... Anna goes ahead and reports that Juliet has fake followers anyway. Yep. And so the next day, Anna goes to work, and Artie's like, um, guess what? You've gone viral because of you reporting this. And he's like, and Anna's losing a bunch of followers. But look, you're gaining a bunch of followers. You've yeah. gained thousands of followers overnight. And so, so then we cut to um, Juliet's party, and nobody, like, it's really lame. Nobody showed up. Juliet's bummed. There's a couple people there. couple people. But the kind of people that you don't want at your party. And they were all kind of posting about how lame it was. Yeah. Oh, that's no fun. They need so, to get up and, you know, make it interesting. It's their fault that it's lame. So, so then Juliet does a does like a, a post and she says like she's sorry for lying, um, you know I, I, I'm sorry you know can you guys forgive me da, 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 da. and then Juliet sees someone and then we see the sidewalk and the sidewalk is getting closer and closer and closer and then in the next scene we find out that Juliet is dead. I see dead people. Yes. 
But then, like, Anna's listening to the radio and people are pissed at her. And, and, you know, they're like, it's her fault. She wrote about her, blah, 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 blah. What station is she listening to? Is she listening to, like, um... That's not a real station, L.A. NPR she's listening to? I, I don't... It looked like she's listening to satellite radio, actually. Well, no, they, it was... She was on 92.9, which I don't believe is a station, L.A. Let me double-check, though, but, uh... I don't recall it from my time working in the industry. Yeah, wasn't it 92.1? It was 92.9. Like, like the real station was 92.1. Well, there is a station 92.1, but she was listening to 92.9. Yeah, I took, I I took note of it. Look. So, she gets to work. Artie's acting kind of weird. And he's like, you have a gift. And so... This was the part where, like, watching it, everyone was like, here's the part, here's the part, here's the part, because the woman from the art department made, she op- so she opens, a, Anna opens up the box, and it's a star, but then there's a dead rat in the box. And so the woman from the art department was very proud of this rat because she made that rat from scratch. It looked so, real. Is that where this happens? Oh, yeah, it does. I see that. Yeah. yeah. Rat in the box. You're right. And the rat did look like it looked like a rat. It looked like a dead rat. So how did she sculpt a rat? She didn't say, but she was very proud of it because she basically made she made it. I, I did think it was real. I mean, it looked real. Mm-hmm. So I like seeing people proud of their work. <laughs> did she make it by euthanizing a real rat and then putting that rat in a box? I don't think so. Okay, she made a rat. Because then people... they have to put a thing at the at the end of the movie. No animals were harmed in this movie. I wonder if there are people who are jealous. That. I wonder if there are people who are jealous and bitter of her her career. Be like, I can make a rat. I made rats for years. She gets all the rats. She gets all the rat work. <laughs> oh, so so then. So then I love that the boss is like, oh, well, comes with the job. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right, because the boss invites her in. Uh, Anna's kind of upset, so the boss invites her into the office and gives her a drink. Yeah, like a, a glass of whiskey or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something heavy. And so the boss is like, you know what? Don't, you know, just let it go. Don't worry about it. And then I like the part at the end when Anna's leaving in the job and the boss like, and don't let me catch you drinking on the job again. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the Apple computer? They had a, a laptop and they like covered up the yeah. little Apple with like a square. Mm-hmm. They do that a lot though. Um, so, so then... Anna goes to Juliet's house and Meg is like yelling at her, like, it's your fault. And by the way, I convinced her to buy the box, you bitch. What'd you do when like her big scenes? Because you were sitting right next to her. Did you like reach over and squeeze her knee? Like, like, <laughs> or vice versa? Like, big, <laughs> like when her, her like big scenes were going on. No, actually, what was kind of funny is like when like big scenes came on, sometimes people just start laughing. Okay. 
just because like ah, ha, 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 you know i was doing this during this part and remember when blah, just... da, 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 da. like there were like different antidotes and different stories and stuff and you know remember when you know it was really I wonder, cold i wonder if oppenheimer gets screened like that like the cast and crew come over just start laughing and oh laughing yeah get everything sure <laughs> And then um, <laughs> Christopher Nolan seems like he totally has a sense of humor about his work. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he looks like a light, uh, a light guy. Did you see that story <laughs> in the news last week? There, of um, I guess one of the Peloton did, instructors yeah. was like yeah. ripping apart a uh, tenant like during a, a class like four years ago and he was in a class recently and was watching that thing. It was like getting torn apart. So they had to apologize no, yeah. to him. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, did you see the, the, the story? Mad Damon apparently was in like couples therapy with his wife and they had an agreement that he could not, he would not work for a while unless he got offered a role by Christopher Nolan, and then he was. Oh, did not see that, no. Yeah. No. Well, must be nice to be, even have that option. I'm just not going to work until I get a job by Christopher Nolan. Yeah, that's an, an interesting ball hat, uh, hall pass to have with your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. He worked that into the negotiations with his spouse. Oh. So so that so I said the part where Meg is like I convinced her to buy the box. So then Anna goes home and she turns her phone on and she realizes that she has a message from Juliet. And Juliet and this is before Juliet died of course. And Juliet is thanking Anna for outing her because Juliet was like, you know, I kind of wanted to get out of this and I haven't been happy doing this for a while. So you actually have done me a favor by outing me. Um, so, so then. And she Anna even calls, says like, Oh, let, let's, uh, let's grab let's a drink out. sometime. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, wait, is she still alive? Cause we didn't see her actually fall to her death. Yeah. No. I thought maybe she was still alive. And it is a Lifetime movie, so, you know, stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. And then, so then instead of Google, she's got, queer, uh, it's called Queer, 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 And so yeah. then she's looking at the, the pics of the, the, that group of freaky people with the star tattoos. Was this before or after she called Artie and told him to come over? This was after. Okay. Oh. And then she starts getting texts. And then, like, these texts, the texts are fucking with her, so she decides to fuck with the person back. Which I actually kind of like. Oh, I do that. Yeah, I do that sometimes. When I get spam calls or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I got these like, weird like WhatsApp, mm-hmm. some like like random people. So yeah, so the person saying stuff, but she's totally fucking with him back, and he and he's like, and what was it like? He said something like, "I want to come over," and she's like, "Well, do it." And then he's like, "I'm outside." Oh, that's not so funny. And then she's like, "Oh shit!" 
<laughs> so, so then um, she's walking around her apartment. She hears a noise, but it ends up being Artie. And for a few minutes, she's actually suspicious of Artie. And Artie's like, why are you suspicious? You're the one that invited me to come over. And then she's like, oh, yeah, okay, you're right. Dumbass. And exactly. Hey, Les, did you watch this movie twice then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't yeah. sit in the living room and take notes. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask him to pause. He paused for a second. I didn't raise him down. <laughs> I'm going to keep it down. I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, so then she start like, so then she's talking about, you know, the creepy stalker and their, and their tattoos. And then she's like, you know what? I don't think she killed herself. And then she was like, you know, she did have these crazy fans. Maybe one of them did it. I did doubt that because they did find a body and, you know. But at that point, she's like, you know, people are so creepy. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. So then she goes to the cops and it's one of our typical lifetime cops. Like, how dare you make me work? He was, of all of the lifetimey things about this movie, you know, we had gaslighting as we always do, and we had the cop that doesn't believe the very credible story. Yeah. She didn't believe anything. Like, she had receipts and everything. But we didn't have any black hoodies. And I, yeah. I, I asked Samantha about that last week uh, about something she worked on. I said, oh, were there black hoodies? And she made it sound like not on her watch, like she doesn't like oh, that's right. No, we had a conversation about that. So I need to find out why. what did she say? No. Oh, this is what she said. She said, I have a black hoodie rule, and it's because of your podcast. What? <laughs> so she's not allowing people to wear them? She does not do black hoodies on her set. So Lifetime but, movies aren't are, – there's, no there's no black hoodies in I, Lifetime movies because of our podcast? Not on Lifetime li all Lifetime li movies. Listen, Samantha, I implore you, use the black hoodies. It is a staple. It is a comfort food. It, not having a, life, a black hoodie in a Lifetime movie is like going through the holiday season without hearing Mariah Carey at least once. You need the black hoodie. But, but you, know what she, you know what Samantha did? She gave me a merch idea, or she, I think she said she mentioned it to you too. She mentioned something. I don't remember what it was. A mug. I I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it off. Okay. Mic. But she and and it's a good merch idea. Okay. Well, we're not broadcasting. Wow, we. But, we've, um, I, I didn't know we had such an influence over these. But yeah, well, Kurt, she, does this make she, us influencers? I think right. It does. Well, I'm going to sleep well tonight, knowing that you know I've, I've you know I feel like I'm part of what's made it an impact on our um, our uh, society, right? But yeah, she has a she has a no black hoodie rule. That's not bad. All right. <laughs> I guess that would might prevent people from buying hoodies. Oh. Uh, I don't know if, if if that matters, but I feel like other people will be encouraged to buy them. 
Yeah. I would. I like hoodies. Oh, I love hoodies. I do too. <laughs> I, I got a couple here. In fact, I, I love a hoodie right. and a beanie and a V-neck sweater. This is my uh, Night of Terror hoodie. Nice. Is go. that like a face on it? It's got a face because like, this is the Halloween thing I worked at, and there's a there's a creature behind it. Wish I guess <laughs> this on our Instagram. Oh my gosh, it's a very busy black hoodie. Yeah, well, it's not. It's gray. Wait, uh, Jason has a hoodie. Hoodie, well, hoodie as well. I've got two. Well, my, I just did laundry and I haven't hoodies? folded yet. This one is a is my Sydney World Pride hoodie. Oh, so we got to get this an international black yeah, hoodie. Got, got the nice logo. Hmm. I have one I just bought. Hold on, those are pants. Hold on, I have a purple hoodie. Not that one. Oh. He's been wearing a lot. It's been cold in LA, like very cold in LA. So I've been wearing hoodies a lot. Mm. It has been. And the thing about hoodies is they get caught on everything. The hood, when you when you work around bikes like I do, they get caught on like bike handles all the time. Uh, and then I have Ooh. this one. This is my. Okay, that says Nike's Nike Training Studio. WeHo. WeHo. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's West Hollywood, Kurt. Yes, that's where I work. Yeah, I, I I knew that. Free plug. Where you're going to go to the Abbey and eat cake. Yes, I look forward to that. You just had a oh. hood. We, this is like our hoodie fashion show montage. Right? Yes. <laughs> I think we should start working in montages into the podcast. Right? We'll have a hoodie, a hoodie montage. Yes. For your listening pleasure. <laughs> but I said we could put that up on, on Instagram. The montage? Yeah. All right. Piece of, uh, pictures of the hoodies mm-hmm. so people can check the Instagram. All right, good. Oh, anyway. I'm ready for more. So the cop, so the cop, so the lazy cop is like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you're, you're stupid. <laughs> oh, was, was he at the party too? <laughs> no, he was not. Oh, okay. There, a couple of the actors weren't there. He was not there. One thing I did appreciate about this movie is there was diversity in casting and it didn't need to be commented on in, in the script. Because no, the, the lead was, was an Asian-American woman and the, the detective was an Asian-American man. Yes. Detective Gwen. Yes. Or when. I think it's pronounced when. Oh, and then he was basically treating her like, why are you bugging me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He basically acted like she also was responsible for Juliet's death. Like he was on board with that narrative and wanted to investigate not one bit further. Right. I I feel like he had an easy job and it's like, he's like, I don't really have to work until somebody comes in and gives me something to do. So get the hell out of here. I don't feel like doing anything today. So so then Anna goes back to Juliet's house and um, Meg is like, why are you here? And she's like, I don't think she killed herself. And Meg is like, you're wrong. She killed herself. She caught Ryan juicing again. And he was trying to get her to go into OnlyFans. And I was like, oh, an OnlyFans <laughs> reference. I love that. I, I love guess that, that was supposed to be dirty. 
Well, yeah. OnlyFans is porn. You, you do porn on OnlyFans sometimes. Most times. Well, well I have not looked at OnlyFans. I have. Uh, no, like, I'll yeah, own it. Do porn. I, yeah. I have looked at OnlyFans, and it's mostly porn. Go on. Like the internet at, at large. If there are things you could do on the internet besides porn, but most of it's porn. Yeah. And so, so um, Anna gets in the elevator, and then the creepy stalker gets in the elevator with her. Yeah. And he was like, I'm standing outside of your apartment. And she's like, whatever, you freak. So the door opens up. She, someone walks in, and so she runs out, and the other person like walks in and into him. And she's running, running, running. She gets to her car. She gets in her car. She's st- when she's in the car, she's like breathing kind of heavy and kind of trying to collect herself. She, well, I, then, I, I like this. She was like running, 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 running. Like got away from this guy. She gets in her car and then she gets in her car. And she then she just sits. Like yeah. that, like I would have kept on going. Like okay, you you got ahead of this guy. Start your car now. Well, yeah. Then he runs up on the car. Had to warm warm up the car a little bit. It's been cold in LA. True, fair. <laughs> so, there you go. So, so then How cold speaks. has it been there? Have, have we? The, the, it's the, really the, cold. It's cold like for LA. Degrees. It's not. It, it's very cold during the day. Like it, it's super rare, even at this time of year, that the temperatures are below sixty degrees. But today it was like fifty five, I think. So it, it's getting sure. getting cold at night. So it's. I guess it's record temperatures for these dates, but I've definitely felt colder weather here than we've had. But it's called burr. 55 degrees. Burr. I got frostbite. Did not. (laughs) Okay, so she drives off. So she drives off and then she goes to work. Say one thing about Anna, but Anna has a very good work ethic. She goes to work. That's good. So, um, she, um, so she asks Artie, so she wants to do more investigations on Ryan and Artie has like a little crush on Ryan. So she's like, Hey Artie, where does Ryan work out? And Artie of course tells her and she goes to his gym. He's punching a punching bag and he's like, no comment. And then she's like, you know what? I think, I don't think she killed herself. I think something happened to her. And then Ryan is like, well, it's your fault. And this is the scene that they were talking about that was actually filmed in an indoor parking lot. Okay. Yeah. Because they, they didn't, they didn't have time to go back to the gym. So they set it all up to look like a gym. Well, then she follows him in the uh, locker room and he's, buck naked and he said he really was like scantily clad and he was worried a little nervous because it was in a parking lot his twig and berries were hanging out (laughs) and she insisted he wear a towel well he must not have been you know when they were actually filming it he wasn't bare ass i didn't know if he was Naked, naked. Like I didn't know if there was schlongage shown, but he said he was pretty like schlongage, gantily clad. There's no schlongage. 
<laughs> I wouldn't think so. You, you wouldn't have to have. You know. We could have like a sock. Oh, it was the it was filmed from the waist up. It seemed. But you could have like a sock, like a like a what? Are, there's there's a name for it. Red Hot Chili Peppers used to do that. They would put like a, a, a sock on their schlong collectively. Yes, as on the cover of Rolling Stone. Yeah. Oh, and then so then Anna's like, listen. I was chased by her stalker, and she had a stalker, and the stalker chased me too. So maybe the stalker did it. And then she goes to the parking lot. She goes to the parking lot, and a car tries to run her over. And so then she goes back to the police, and she's like, listen, somebody tried to run me over, and the police is even more annoyed. What I didn't understand (laughs) at this point in the movie, though— and I realize there's this bit of disbelief in this kind of film, but that like Juliet lived in this like pretty nice, uh, like high rise loft type building that would yeah. presumably have some kind of security cameras throughout the facility. She's at yes. this, uh, Juliet was being stalked at this high end gym earlier in the movie, which again, presumably would have some sort of security cameras installed in the corridors. And again, this parking garage, no security, there, there were no security cameras anywhere in this movie. No, there were none. And I agree like the, in this day and age, there would be security cameras for sure. Right. Because and haven't we seen movies where the person or the stock or whatever has even gone and like messed the footage up? Yeah, or gone and planted their own miniature cameras that are ten feet tall. Yes, we've seen that a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's right. They they come in with their own security cameras. Mm-hmm. That's so, probably why they didn't have security cameras in that building. They've all been bought up by these other people. Who are, you know, doing the spying. Oh, okay. There's That's limited it. supply out there. That makes sense, yeah. Hard to get but cameras yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so the cop was really annoyed that he had to work. Like, really annoyed. And, and so Anna goes home, and the stalker, Holden, is at her house. And he's like, okay... I need help because someone's stalking me. Someone's in my, I'm, yeah, I'm the stalker. But there was someone like that was in my apartment stalking me. Hmm, the stalker becomes the stalky. Yeah. And, and then he, then he, then the stalker's like, okay, Juliet was murdered. And he's like, I know that she wouldn't kill herself. And then he, then he goes on to tell her, he was like, I was hired by someone to stalk people, to stalk her. And they sent me money. They sent me a key card. And he's like, and I think it was her boyfriend that hired me. How do you get a job like that? LinkedIn. Right. What's that? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. (laughs) I was looking at your LinkedIn profile and you look really disturbing. I have a job for you. Yeah. so, so then Anna's in her car and she's basically, she sees Ryan and Ryan like calls her and she's actually like in her car looking at him mm-hmm. and he's like, where are you at? And then he, yep. 
invites her out for a drink. So they go to a bar and they're having a drink. And she and uh, she ordered a vodka crayon and that bartender should be fired immediately because she was handed a glass with no ice in it. Right. How I don't want a vodka crayon with no ice. Fuck you. Right. You get, it's more, like, where, you get more product in it though. Without like the, where are you? Warm and gross in though. Because in the UK, a lot of times they'll give you a glass with no ice. For a mixed drink? But, Sometimes Ugh. it's like, how dare you, sir? We we're in California. We like ice in our drinks. You're like Harrison Ford in a clear and present danger. He's talking to the president. He says, how dare you, sir? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't even drink and I like ice in my drinks too, though. Nobody wants a warm vodka drink. That's gross. N- if I was going to um, order a drink, I'd want a lot of product in it. So if they put ice in it, that means I'm going to get less product. If you go oh, to Motherload, the drink will be strong enough that it will even out. Right, it, like the, it'll burn the ice and then a hole in the glass. And it'll That'll make you vomit out. and you'll be written about in tabloids that Les won't tell us about 20 years later. <laughs> All right, it's a plan. <laughs> Oh, so so he says, so Ryan's like, listen, I wasn't juicing, first of all. And he's like, the stuff was like, plant, someone planted it in my bag. And then he yeah. said, and there's no way that I could have killed her because we had a fight. And so that night, I went to a bar and I actually hooked up with someone else. And um, so then there, so then someone else from the bar walks up to Annie's like, I know who you are. And he starts shit talking her. And he's like, he's like, it takes trash to write trash. And then didn't Ryan like grab him and pound his head against the bar? Yeah, pounded his head a couple times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like Ryan basically defended Anna's honor. (laughs) But he literally took the guy, like beat his head against the bar like a couple of times. And then Anna's I, like, listen. I know a bartender who did that. A bartender, he grabbed the guy's, both his hands and <laughs> banged his head against the, the bar. <laughs> Man. You know a bartender that did that? I do. Yeah, I know a guy. I don't think he works as a bartender anymore, but. He, it's he kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Like some shit talking, he just grab him and like, boom, boom. Like, what do you got to say now? Oh, this guy can handle himself. <laughs> so, so Anna stops Ryan and she's like, listen, you dummy, you, do you want to go to jail? Like if you get caught doing this, you're going to go to jail. So they're outside and then they start kissing. And well, then, it, ba- it basically goes from like, you know, you could get in a lot of trouble for that to like, but thank you for doing that for me. <laughs> they're like, make it out. Right. And then we see Artie in the bushes taking pictures. He's a nerd. So the next day, she wakes up, and she's next to Ryan. They've done the deed. Yeah, they did it. And then the cops call, and the cop actually did some work, and he's like, well, guess what? We found the car that tried to run you over, and it's registered to Ryan. And then the cop's like, but he says that his car was stolen. 
And then she starts going through his stuff and she finds his keys and she finds some steroids. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, okay, first of all, here are your keys. And I found steroids. And he's like, well, I was on foot. He's like, that's why I was walking when you saw me because someone stole my car. And he's like, and I reported the car stolen right away. And he's like, well, I was at Juliet's house because since I didn't have a car to go to the gym, that was the closest gym. So he was that obsessed with working out that he had to go to his dead girlfriend's home gym. Yeah, he's always going to the gym. Yeah, not mad about it. So I was getting inspired. I thought, geez, I I should be going to the gym like that guy does. Right. So it, it. this oh, and then he was thing. like, don't print that I was using steroids or that's going to ruin me. And then, oh, and then, oh, and then she asked him, did you pay the stalker to stop? Did you pay Holden to stalk me? And then, but then the next day or that day she goes into work and she's on the front cover of her own tabloid with her making out with Ryan. And she goes to Artie and because Artie's the one that posted it. And she was like, well, why did you do that? And then she goes to the boss and the boss is like, well, uh, I didn't know why you're mad. This is what we do. Yep. (laughs) So then Anna quit. Artie was like, I'm sorry, but you would have done the same thing. Did she She notice when she started packing up? I actually thought this was going to be a plot point because earlier in the movie when she she got the dead rat, she threw the note. There was a star away in her trash can. And then when Uh she started packing up, she grabbed her trash can and was putting stuff in that to pack up. And there was trash in there. Mm -hmm. I thought that was somehow going to play in like that note was still in the can and somehow played a, a role in the movie, but it did not. I that was strange too. Like she gets to keep, keep the tr- trash can or does she have to supply her own trash can for her office? I don't, I don't know. A little cubicle. But also I like, it, even if she's taking it, whether it's hers or not, she's like, I'm, I'm taking all my possessions plus whatever trash I had thrown away. That's in here now. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, where are we at here? Oh, so then um, she gets a phone call. Meg calls her and tells her to come over. So she goes over to Meg's house, and Holden, the stalker, is running out, and Meg is crying, and Holden's like, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. I didn't do anything. And he's like, she said she had something for me, and I came over. And then Meg is like, he tried to attack me. Oh, my God. And then she pushes him off the balcony. And he basically, like, hit the stairs as he's falling down. There's a lot of laughter. (laughs) That part of the room. But he's hitting the stairs. He he fell down multiple stories in that staircase. Yeah. And hit hit things on his way down. Yeah. Because he was doubly dead. So... So, 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 
so the cop, oh, so the cop, so this stupid ass cop, he's checking every day, called the cops, and he's like, it's so Shakespearean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's that all about, asshole? So Shakespearean. But he totally like, believes Meg, Meg's story. Yeah. And then, and then Meg is like, well, Anna saved me. And then, um, who was, was Meg the one that said that they found the suicide note? No, the, she was on the phone or no, as she was saying goodbye to the, the cop, she asked if they, uh, the suicide note had a, a match, like a, a handwriting match. And he said, no, they found the note on his computer. Um, Okay. Oh no! It was printed out, wasn't it? It was like some kind of no, no. It it, it was. It, he said they found computer. the note on the computer. Basically, Anna was like, "Oh, maybe there's handwriting match to prove that he's not the one that sent me this fucking rat." But then we see some sort of a flash, and Meg is talking to him, and then she bashes her head against the mirror, and then is like, "Help! Help!" When. And it's like it was some sort of a flashback. It's basically yeah. Meg trying to frame the the stalker. Yeah. Um. So Meg is like to Anna, "Hey, do you want a drink?" And Anna's like, "Um, I need to get something." Anna's like sensing something's going on, so she's like, "I need to get something out of my car. I gotta go." Right. <laughs> but then Meg is like, well, no, why don't you come up on the roof to have a drink? And Anna is, oh. like, starting to realize that, oh, my God, yep. Meg did that. Well, she she suggests going to the roof because Meg was testing out that key card to see mm -hmm. if it actually had access to the building. The, and then Meg the, finds the, uh, Cop was right. Something is rotten in Denmark. Right. That's how she so, so then... She ends up on the roof with Meg, and then Anna's like, "You did it!" And and then they <laughs> then they start arguing, and then Meg is like, "I did it because I had to keep her trending." Well, she wanted to push Anna like off the. I think she wanted to push Anna off the ledge. So she's like, "Anna, look at this beautiful view." No, no, you have to come a little closer. Mm -hmm. You have to come a little yeah. closer. You can see it from all the way over there. Up. You got to stand up and say, hold your balance. I'll stand up, stand up on the edge here. Take, oh, it's so beautiful. Look at that. There's the Capitol <laughs> Records building. <Push>. Right. <laughs> oh, and then Meg isn't mad at Anna because Meg is like, it's your fault because you gave her the reason to quit. Caddy, and, then, and then Meg is like upset because she was like, you know, she was always the beautiful one. She had the looks. And then they have like a flashback of what happened. And Juliet's like, listen, I actually want to quit doing this. I'm tired of doing this. I just want to rest and chill out. And then Meg is like, oh, you want to rest? All right. Well, I got your rest right here. And then pushes her off the building. You're taking a dirt nap. Yeah. Right. You're going to get the permanent rest. <laughs> Let's just give Meg some props for how much upper body strength she has because both in the shoving of of uh the stalker guy and in the shoving of juliet the the, the 
barrier that she was pushing them over was fairly high. Not something yeah. that, like, if you backed up a little bit, you would just accidentally fall over. Like, you needed enough force to propel their body over that. And she did it twice in this movie. Yeah. Well, these red so, you know, they're fiery. So do your weights, people. Yeah. So, I, I get it. Do your weights, do your push-ups, do your pole dancing class. Helps your upper body strength. Yeah. Um, oh, so then Matt and Meg is going to use her upper body strength again because she's going to push Anna off the building too. Damn. Yeah. Does yeah. anybody get suspicious that everyone around Meg commits, commits suicide? Would, well, would that become a suspicious thing at some point? Well, what happened, though, is Meg is, like, doing her talking, and and Anna's like, well, guess what, bitch? I've been recording this whole thing. So then Anna, or actually, she had it live online. So all of Anna's followers were seeing this go down. And then all of a sudden, Meg gets all excited because she realizes that she's now famous on social media. (laughs) Right. And so she's like, I want to have a live murder on social media. (laughs) Great. Uh, I love it. Which I thought that was funny. Yeah, I would have a, I would have a live murder. So yeah. you're going oh. down. But then Anna <laughs> knocks. Anna kind of overpowers Meg and knocks her off of the building. No, knocks the phone off of the building. Oh, I thought didn't Meg fall too? No, just the phone. Which oh. I think was prophetic in, the, in this movie. Like, the phone plummeted its, to its death and landed right at Juliet's memorial outside the building. Oh. Symbolism. Yeah. Well, the next scene, we see Anna, and she's in this, and she's, like, in the basement of some office, and she's getting a tour. Yeah, she has a new job. She has a new job, and then the boss is like, I like your star tattoo. And she's like... I have it to show me to always do the right thing. Hmm. The end. That was it, yeah. Because on, on mine, that's where it just stopped. Mine too. I didn't get any, I didn't get any closing credits or anything. I hope, I hope I didn't miss anything. And then we had cake. Yeah, well, what kind of cake was that? Oh. It was a chocolate Kahlua cake. I like chocolate cake. And did all these people who were in like really good physical shape, were they all eating the cake? Yeah. Okay. It was a little cake. Like, it wasn't a huge cake. And they also got to work out for the entire movie. I'll just have a taste, they said. It's a very good cake. I had some. Hmm, I had a, a bite of cake. Now I can't eat for a week. No, I guess they would. Like, the guy who's in shape, he's got to, like, eat a lot to keep himself with, with, with all the bustle. He still looked good, too. So it was, a, it was a very fun evening, and I actually legitimately enjoyed the movie. It was fun to watch it there. It was. It's always fun to watch Lifetime movies with a group of people. Yeah, I agree. Did you tell those people you were going to be talking about the movie in a podcast? Yeah, some of them. Hi. Hi. Well, we only said nice things, I think. No, but I genuinely liked it. I did too. I really did. I did too. It hit the sweet spot of like all the things we like about Lifetime movies. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, sure. And it's like, you know, like I've always said about Lifetime, I love Lifetime movies that basically just they know what they are and they just lean into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. It was, it was fun. 
Well, next week I'm excited about. Yes, 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 yes. So exciting! Well, next week we're watching the the latest wrong movie. We haven't had a wrong movie in two years, three years. Yeah, it's been like two years. Yeah, really. Yeah, we've talked to Meredith about she's because Meredith has been in other movies that weren't wrong movies. Yeah. So I know we've talked to Meredith. So, okay, this is the first And she's doing this stuff behind the scenes now, too. But this is yeah. the first wrong movie in, I believe, at least two years. It might be three. I think it's two, though. Wow. And so you've got Vivica Fox. This one has our friend Meredith Thomas in it. It has Tracy Pollan. It has uh, Jack it A. Tracy, Tracy Nelson. I, I mean, Tracy, Tracy Nelson. Nelson. Sorry. Tracy Nelson, yeah. not Tracy Pollan. Who knows? Maybe no. Maybe her, too. Uh, uh, Jack A. And Eric Roberts. They're all in the wrong life coach. Is that what it's called? So I love it that they're like, okay, since this is the first one back, we're getting all of our heavy hitters. It's the Avengers of the Lifetime Cinematic Universe, and I'm here it for really it. It really is. Oh, it's a life but, coach. Okay, yeah, I did see yeah. something about that. Yeah. But like Jack Hay and Eric Roberts and Tracy Nelson, all in the same movie, and Meredith. Yeah. And and Vivica. And Vivica. And That's I... Right. I saw a commercial for it, and Vivica has, like, a cute little bob wig that we've never seen before. Okay. Something new. Yeah, well, so I'm very, I'm very excited about this. And I, I don't want to spoil anything, but we're hoping to have Meredith on next week to talk about it. We just have to coordinate times. But uh, oh, either way, yes. we will be watching this movie. Yes. Yes. And you. I'm sure it will not... De- Wrong movies, knock on wood, never disappoint. Yes, agreed. Yeah, I have a mutual friend with Meredith and like on Facebook, and she's like, I love that you two know each other. Who do you know that knows Meredith? Yes, uh, Suzanne. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. We're not going to use last names on the show, but. No, okay. I know I know Suzanne. Okay, Suzanne. Suzanne. <laughs> I love that you two know each other. So well, Les, unlike the we star did. or the, the main one of the main characters in this okay. movie, you are still trying to grow your follower account. Where can people find you? You can find me um, on Instagram at Kirkendall. And that's K-U-R-K-E-N-D-A-A-L. And I have started a TikTok. Oh, you have? I have. And the TikTok is Less KB Likes TV at TikTok. Jason. You can find all of us on Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. Also, wherever you listen to your podcast, please rate and review us. Give us five stars. It helps more people find the show and hear all of the nonsense that we talk about these movies. Uh, You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Big Shot Jason. Kurt. Well, I'm at Kurt Fitzpatrick. Dot com. That's Kurt with a K. I'll have to update my website. I'm doing um, my show, The Jester of All Maladies, once again at the Rogue Festival in Fresno, California, in the first week of March. So you can look, up, look that up. I might go up there, Kurt, to torment you. Okay. I'm thinking well. about doing it. I'm like, Kurt Fitzpatrick cannot come to California without me tormenting him. All right. Well, I'm only going to be there for a few days. Are you going for the like uh, the weekend? Nope. 
Yes, we can. Okay. So we're gonna make it quick. And I guess that's it. That, um, yeah. I think so. That's it. it is. I was gonna go jogging, but it's too cold outside. <laughs> so I'll just have to wait until tomorrow. Anyway, well, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.